Hello, friends. Are you ready? What's for dinner? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yum, 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 yum. Let's go, everybody. Yay! Yay! Oh, gosh. Am I on? Greek-style beef patties with potatoes in the oven. Afrata bifteca me patates. Hey everybody, welcome to Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. We're ready to cook another fabulous Greek recipe. We are doing Greek this week. We're doing one of my husband's favorite dishes. But before I tell you all about that, don't forget to like and share this video. Don't forget to subscribe to Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner, which is my channel. If you'd like, you can also subscribe to Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway, which is my friend's channel, Victor. And he's kind enough to help me out with a lot of things. And he also airs Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner on his channel. You can uh, follow the Whose Blind Life page uh, Who's Blind Life is an Anyway page, uh, Facebook page. You can um, also find um, the broadcasts of other shows on Victor's channel, but also my show at Blind Who's on Twitter, where he airs my show and all the other shows on his channel on all podcasts, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, etc., 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 and you can ask Alexa to go out and find Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway, and she will play the episodes, so on and so forth. Um, if you need to reach me, Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com, or you can comment in the section below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you are watching it on Facebook or um, the Whose Blind Life Anyway, uh, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway channel, you can comment there. I will uh, get I will I will be notified of that and don't worry I know what's happening I you I will not miss one of your comments um that's it that's all I think for the mumbo jumbo <laughs> I feel like I have to say every week but anyways a big thank you to everybody who's watching a big thank you to all my fans supporters family and everybody else just I don't know. I'm not good at words today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know that's a first for Zoe. <laughs> Zoe's losing her train of her, her, her words. Okay. Um, so what are we making today? First of all, my husband loves anything ground beef. So we eat a lot of ground beef in this house. Meatballs I've done for you. There's a few other recipes, meat sauce and spaghetti I've done for you. We're making another dish with ground beef. What are we making today? We're making bifteca me patate sto furno. Afrata bifteca me patate sto furno. The, the recipe, how to translate it. So the word bifteca is the word we use for meat patties. And patates or potatoes, you probably guessed that. Now the word afrato, hmm, I don't know what that is in English, but basically beef patties that are not well for one they're delicious and they're just not like the soles of your shoes <laughs> they're nice and that's my oven which i've been preheating they're not they're, they're nice and, and fluffy 
Airy. Airy, yeah. Airy meat patties. So, this is not my recipe. This recipe belongs to Argiro Barbarehu. She is a chef in Greece. One of my favorites. I have her books. I watch her shows. I love her to death. I don't know her as a person. I don't know what kind of a person she is. But her recipes are fantastic. And I think I've said this before, but anything I've tried from her turns out fantastic. Now, beef teca me patates. Beef, ground, uh, beef patties with potatoes baked in the oven. We, this is a staple in the Greek kitchen. A lot of people love this uh, all throughout Greece. And there's literally, I know I say this a lot, but it's true. There's hundreds of recipes. There's recipes with mustard, without mustard. There's recipes with beer. There's recipes with parsley. The, the, the combinations are endless, okay? This one that we're doing today, I chose this one. It's, like I said, from my favorite chef. So we'll see. My husband loves any type of bifteca, any type of these Greek meat patties. So... It seems like we have a lot of ingredients and it seems like a lot of work. It really isn't. But let me go through it for you. We've got, no, oh, before I tell you the ingredients, sorry about that. Now, I'm going to give you the ingredients as originally given by uh, the Greek chef I mentioned before, Argiro. That's her first name, Argiro. I'm going to give you the ingredients as she gave them. I've, I haven't doubled the recipe, but I'm doing one and a half times because I'm feeding four people and we'd like to have some leftover for tomorrow. We're busy, might not be able to cook tomorrow. So I've not doubled it, but I'm doing one and a half doses. Okay. So when I say, I'm going to tell you two tomatoes, but for those who are sighted, you're going to say, what is she talking about? She's got three on the table. Exactly. I'm doing one and a half, but I'm going to give you the dose as, which should give you about 10 to 12 beef patties. Okay. So maybe three beef patties per person. You, you figure it out how much you want to serve. Okay. So we've got a kilogram of ground beef. Now this is the ingredients for the patties. We've got a kilogram of ground beef. Back there, two tomatoes, two onions, um, one tablespoon of dried oregano, two tablespoons of olive oil, two tablespoons of red wine vinegar, and we've got three thick cut slices of bread soaking in water. I don't think I forgot anything for the patties. Salt and pepper. Yeah, salt and pepper. So now the salt and pepper, I'm putting in two pinches of black pepper. Thank you. Thank God for my cameraman. What would I do without you? Anyways, now salt. Salt is really to taste. If you're using the regular table salt, be careful. Regular table salt is salty. If you're using sea salt, it's a little bit less stronger. And then kosher salt, which is what I'm using, is the least um the least strength so i'm using a heaping tablespoon of kosher sea salt okay or uh, sorry kosher, 
not sea salt, kosher salt. <laughs> okay, now, eight potatoes, which I have in water. I've cut them up in wedges. We're gonna need, I have a pitcher of water back there. We're gonna need two cups of water. We're gonna need a tablespoon of mustard. We're going to need a tablespoon of oregano. We're gonna need a half cup of olive oil, juice of two lemons, which I've already squeezed and they're in my citrus squeezer, and a heaping tablespoon of salt, two pinches of black pepper, and I think I got it all. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. So we've got, it sounds like a lot of ingredients. It isn't, but let's start. Okay, so I've got the ground beef in a bowl. Yes. I'm just gonna move some things a little bit to give me some room. Okay. I've got the ground beef in a bowl and right off the bat, um, I need my grater. Grater, grater, grater. I've got the grater. I don't have room. You know what? I need to make room. That's okay. No, no, no. It's okay. Right off the bat, you know what? I'm going to get rid of all these little balls. Into my ground beef, I'm going to add my vinegar. Plop. Done. I'm going to add, so that was two tablespoons of vinegar. In my case, because I've done the dough, I'm doing one and a half dose, it was three, right? So here in here, there's three tablespoons of olive oil. But for you guys, it's two tablespoons. So two tablespoons of olive oil, in it goes. Okay. We're going to add in our one tablespoon of oregano. in our one heaping tablespoon of kosher salt and two pinches of black pepper. In it goes. Now I've got my tomatoes, my onions, and my bread. So let's just put these in the sink to get them out of our way. I'm going to grab my knife. Now, I want you to Grate your tomatoes di whoops, directly. I've washed these tomatoes directly into your um, beef mixture. Now, see the tomato? You've got your stem on the top. Okay? Put the tomato on its side and slice it in half. So now you have two tomatoes, two halves. When I have it on the palm of my hand, the stem is touching the palm of my hand and the flesh that's been exposed because I cut it in half is gonna go on the grater. And I'm gonna grate the tomato directly in to my, because I want the juices and the flesh. And, the, and when you grate this, you're holding the <coughs> your hand flat and you're grating the tomato the skin stays in your hand. The grater takes just the flesh. Now, if it gets a little tiny piece of skin, don't worry about it, but it won't. Okay? So, 
There goes my one half tomato. All in. I'm throwing and I'm wiping the grater. And all the juices are dripping in. And then I'm going to take the second tomato. Okay? And the same thing. I'm holding it in my hand. The flesh is facing the grater. And I'm grating directly into the meat. So I've got three tomato. I've got three tomatoes to do because remember I'm making one and a half doses. Okay? So I will put you on hold and I'll be back as soon as I'm done the tomatoes. Okay, guys. I'm done grating my tomatoes. I'm just gonna push my bowl a little bit to the side. Now we gotta do the onions, which you can use the same grater that uh, you did your tomatoes, but my hands can't take it. So I'm gonna do them in my food processor or my multi. Remember I told you guys in Greece, a food processor is called multi. Now. So whenever, if I ever forget, and I say multi, you guys know what I'm talking about. There was a knife here. Where the hell did, oh, I said a bad word, sorry. Somebody took my knife. No. Right here. Yeah, you used it for the tomato, duh. Okay, um, the recipe calls for two onions. I'm making one and a half doses. Yeah, but my onions are huge. So I'm still using two onions because these are, these are not medium onions, especially this one here. I can't even close, yeah, it's it's like, they're large. Okay, so we're gonna slice up our onions and we're gonna throw pieces into our multi. You guys should get used to that. <laughs> you learn a new thing every day. Okay, shoving onion into the processor. And I'm gonna pulse it nice and get a nice, uh, uh, whoops, a nice thin, no, not thin. I want mushy onions. I want you to pulse it to oblivion. All right, let's pulse. See, my, my whole, uh, food processor container is full of onion and that's only half. Where's my, where did I put my cap? It's right in the back. All right, let's pulse to oblivion. Shake it around a little bit. Let's open it up and check it out. Pretty good. Pretty good. Can get more in there now. Okay, let's cut up more onion, add it in. If I can get this whole half onion in, that would be good. We'll see. All right, let's see. I got the other half in. And you noticed I didn't even empty out the first batch because I want it as thin as possible. You don't have to, but I like it. Let's give it a shake. 
give it a pulse again to oblivion. Let's check it, open up the container, stick our fingers in. Looks good to me. That's it. So I've got another onion to do, but before I let be, I'm going to put you on hold. I'm just going to add in juices and all, whatever's in my container, all the onion and juices right into my beef, tomato, olive oil, vinegar, oregano, salt, and pepper. All right. Let me do one more onion and we'll be back. Okay, my darlings, I've finished the onions. I've poured everything in. So remember, I'm, I'm going, while I'm talking to you, I'm going to remove my rings and my prayer rope because I don't want to get, I'm going to need this by hand. We've got the one kilogram of beef, two tablespoons of olive oil, two tablespoons of vinegar, one heaping tablespoon of kosher salt, two pinches of pepper, two tomatoes, two onions. And now all we got left is our bread. So three thick cut, uh, Bre uh, slices of bread, stale bread, soaked. So before I came on video to say hello to you guys and introduce this week's recipe, I put my bread in water. You can do it in milk, you can do it in wine. I wouldn't do it in wine, it'll make the, the, the meat too, uh, it'll overpower it. There are recipes that you could do wine, but it's not this one. Water, so pick up your bread, from the water and did you hear that i'm squeezing the water out of the soaked bread so my one slice of bread is now because i'm squeezing out the water it's the size of a walnut take it and crumble it right into your beef mixture take another piece squeeze out the water listen Okay, squeeze it all out. Make your piece tiny in your hands and crumble it with your fingers, with your, your fingertips, crumble it all over the big beef mixture. And add all your bread in. I'll tell you what, if you're, once you add in your bread, <coughs> pardon me, once you add in your bread, if you need your beef mixture and it's too wet, then you're going to have to add more bread. If it's too dry, you just add a little bit of water, a tablespoon, and you'll see half a tablespoon, you know, go slow. This is kind of the process, like the way you make bread. Sometimes you need to add a little bit of water. Sometimes you need to add a little bit of flour to get the right texture. Okay, so I've got, mm, I've still got quite a bit of bread. So I've showed you how to do this. I've told you. So again, I'm going to put you on hold so you don't sit here watching me for 10 minutes squeezing my bread and we'll be back okay guys we're back i finished crumbling up my bread so now we're ready to get down and dirty <laughs> now we need to knead this mixture 
Okay, so just put your hands in and start folding because right now you have a lot of ingredients all over the place. So go to the bottom of the bowl and bring to the top. Fold, take from the bottom, like with your hand, as if you're um, in your hofta. Like in the palm of your hand, put the, your hand at the bottom and bring up and push down into the center. And keep turning your bowl and keep doing this. That's how you start it off, okay? Because you want to start off slow. You don't want everything flying all over the place, okay? So now, this might seem like a lot of bread, by the way. But remember, you've got a lot of juices in here. And also, this is your binder. This particular recipe doesn't call for eggs. Sometimes, a lot of people put eggs. There's recipes for this type of meal, for the bifteta. There's recipes that have eggs in them. Now, I'm using both hands. Um, the bread is your binder. And what was I saying? <laughs> here I go again. Yeah, you've got a lot of juices in here from the tomatoes and onions. So you want this bread to soak up all those juices and bind your meat. You need to really knead this really well. Okay, you don't want to feel liquid in your bowl. You want the liquid to all be, uh, you want the mixture to drink up. So you got to knead this quite a bit. I would say the littlest time that I would recommend is five minutes. And I would even say up to 10. Okay, so keep mixing this. And it's going to take me a while to knead it and mix it and bring it together. But I basically told you, and if I run into the meat being too dry, I'll show you what I'm going to do. If I run into it being too wet, I'll show you what I'm going to do. But for now, I just got to keep kneading five to ten minutes. So I'll be back to show you how our meat mixture has turned out. See you in a bit. Hey guys, I needed my I needed my mixture for five minutes. It's too wet. Okay? It's Probably means my I've done nothing wrong. And if this happens to you, don't think you've done something wrong. It just means that your tomatoes probably had way more juice. They were nice and ripe and way more juice than you anticipated. What you do in this case, I said you can add more bread. Do I want to sit and soak more bread? No. I could add dry crumbled bread, but I'm not going to. I could add wheat husks that I ground, but I don't have any. I could add breadcrumbs, but I don't want to <laughs> because I don't have any. But I do have quick cooking oats. A lot of people make beef patties and meatballs with quick cooking oats. I'm going to add in one tablespoon. Two tablespoons. Three tablespoons. I'm going to add in three tablespoons. Because for mine, there was a lot of liquid. I'm going to leave the oats aside. So I don't get key mine in. Um, I'm going to leave the oats aside because I may need more. And I'm going to start kneading again. Now I'm going to incorporate the oats into my mixture so they can drink up all my juices. And I'm going to set, once this is incorporated, <coughs> pardon me, <clears throat> I, <clears throat> sorry, you know, 
yes, I know you guys are going to say, yeah, you're, uh, you're a smoker. That's why you're doing that. Well, yeah, that is true. But I'm also, I've also gone through COVID and I've also recently had a very bad cold, not COVID, just a cold. Um, so that's why I'm always coughing and scratchy and it's winter time too. I get very, I get dry throat in the winter. Anyhow, back to our recipe, enough about me. So I'm going to knead this well now to incorporate all the oats and I'm going to set it aside for a few minutes, oh, five minutes, five, 10 minutes so that the oats can soak up the liquid. But I'm pretty sure that this is enough, but we'll see. So I will, <clears throat> pardon me, I will set this aside and if it needs more, I will add in one more, one tablespoon at a time. You can start off with two because it depends on how many, how much liquid you feel. You can add in two and then wait a little bit, add in another one, wait a little bit. When I say a little bit, even like three minutes. And I think I already can see that at least it needs at least one more. So I have ground beef all over my hands. Do you think you can? Mm -hmm. I know you're holding the camera, but. So my cameraman, Jeff, he's grabbing one more tablespoon for me and he's going to add it in. Thank you very much. And I'm going to incorporate these oats just like I did before. And I'm gonna set this aside so we can see what will happen. And I'm gonna start the potatoes while this sits. So if I, before I put it aside, I wanna show you guys something. It's quite a bit of liquid in here. Yeah. Um, but I want to show you something. So I'm going to pick up a handful of ground beef and I'm going to pat it, squeeze it together, pat it gently. And I can get a patty, but it is very, very soft. Now, remember these are supposed to be airy. If you over dry the meat, it's not good because then you're not going to get the result. See, I've got a patty and I can go from one hand to another with the patty and it doesn't fall apart, but it's still a little bit too wet for my liking. So I'm just going to let it sit for a bit to see if any of the uh, liquid is going to evaporate. So I'm just going to set this aside. Give me a second. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give my hands a good wash from the meat so we can start our potatoes so i'm washing my hands with soap because well i was touching raw ground meat <coughs> all righty nice and clean and let me just dry them now because I'm making a dose and a half of this and because I'm feeding four people hopefully twice we'll see depends on how many pieces we get I'm using a big lasagna pan like a big square lasagna pan 
huge lasagna pan, the ones our grandmothers used. If you're making one dose, you probably, it would be, you know, eight potatoes. You probably don't need that big of a pan. You're gonna have to make this and decide what's best for you, okay? So, right off the bat, what I wanna do is I wanna strain my potatoes. So I'm just pushing things aside so we don't have an accident because I've got my potatoes sitting in water. You guys, you guys can uh, cut your potatoes, like, cut, you know, peel your potatoes, wash them, and then cut them directly into your pan. I had to put them in a bowl with water because I was pre preparing this quite a bit of time before we came on camera, right? Well, not quite a bit of time, but give me a second, I'm just putting our bowl aside. Okay, so I've thrown my potatoes into my strainer and I'm gonna pick up the strainer. I'm gonna go over to my pan, my big lasagna pan, a nice big square pan. I'm gonna pour the potatoes in all at once. They should be covering the bottom. Oops, I'm sorry. They should be covering the bottom of your pan. If you're not, if your pan, if your pan is not covered, then you don't have enough potatoes. That's one thing. The second thing is we're going to put the beef patties later on. We're going to cook the potatoes first and we're going to put the patties on top. So you need to have a layer of potatoes to hold your patties. Okay. So I've got my potatoes in my pan. Right. All right. <clears throat> We've preheated our oven to 390 degrees Fahrenheit. If you're using uh, Celsius, it's 200 Celsius. Okay? You're gonna take, what's this? Oregano. You're gonna take your oregano and sprinkle it all over your potatoes. Don't worry, you're going to, don't worry if too much oregano falls in one spot because you're gonna mix all this up. So. That's done. You're gonna take your salt and pepper and sprinkle that in as best you can. I'm just going around the pan. Alrighty, salt and pepper and oregano are in our potatoes. <coughs> then you're gonna take your olive oil, one half cup olive oil. I'm using three quarters cup because I'm doing a dose and a half. Pour it in your potatoes everywhere. And because oil always sticks to the pan, I'm just going to pick up a potato and I'm just going to wipe the bowl. Okay, we've got our olive oil in, oregano, salt, and pepper in. And I've got juice of two lemons, pour that in. Okay, got that in. Look at that, eh? 
Fantastic. What do we have left? We have left water and mustard. Mustard's a little tricky. <laughs> a tablespoon of mustard. Now for me, I did have another tablespoon, but I lost it. Oats. Yeah, can I have that? Mm -hmm. Thank you. So let's give our mustard, mustard a shake, a good shake. Because sometimes if you don't shake mustard and it sits, sometimes you get a little bit of a, like a liquid. And I'm going to pour mustard directly into my spoon. And it's hard to see, I know, because I'm using my fingers to feel. Let's see where we're at. Mm -hmm. Looks like a tablespoon to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, plop it in. Grab a potato. <laughs> Wipe up all the mustard. Put that in the sink. Now, in my case, I'm putting one and a half tablespoons because I said I'm making a double dose. You guys would put just the one. Now, if you're doing this directly over your pan like I am and you get just a little bit more, that isn't a big deal. Oh, see, the camera says the more the better. I probably got mustard on my stove because I, I felt my finger touching the... Um, touching the, <laughs> the stove and I have mustard on my finger. Okay, so guys, you can use your hands or you can use a spoon. So many potatoes, so many ingredients. I don't like spoon, even my mom does it by hand. So in here we've got our eight potatoes, one tablespoon of mustard. In my case, I'm using one tablespoon and yeah, one tablespoon of kosher salt, a couple of pinches of pepper, half a cup of olive oil, juice of two lemons. Now the salt really, guys, I'm using a heaping tablespoon of kosher salt. I'm picking up the potatoes and I'm tossing them and I'm tossing them. So all the ingredients can go everywhere. You want your potatoes to all have all the ingredients. Um, I'm using a heaping tablespoon of kosher salt for a dose and a half. I don't know, might be enough, might not be. You can always put some on top of your food, right? I think that's pretty good. What do you think? I'm just lay, putting my potatoes everywhere, making sure there's no bare spots. I need to wash off all the mustard and spices and everything that's on my hands. Just give it a rinse off. <laughs> Pardon me, now we need to add water. Yeah, that's me tossing something into the... <laughs> I've got a cup in my hands and I've got a pitcher so I'm going to pour okay one cup
one cup. You guys need two cups of water. I need three because like I said, I'm doing more. Whoops, just a little more. That's my second cup. And one more for me. For you guys, you'd be done with the water now. Now, because I got a little bit of extra water, I'm not going to... Okay. Three cups of water for me, two cups for you guys. All right, guys. Now, take tin foil, aluminum foil, whatever you want to call it. Sorry, give me a second. I'm just grabbing some aluminum foil. In my case, I need two pieces because this pan is big. Because I also want to make sure that there's enough room on my... Um, I, you need to make sure that your the amount of uh, patties that are going to go on top, they got to be in one layer. So that's another reason you got to make sure your pan is big enough. Yeah, I cut this one too small. That's okay. It still covers it. So I'm going to cover my potatoes well. Shut. Seal it all around with the tin foil. I should have... Okay, sealed. Everything is sealed. Everything is sealed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm cooking at my lowest level in my oven. So I'm going to put my potatoes in the oh, heat. Put the potatoes in the oven. Remember, covered. That's pretty good, eh? Yep, you're good. And we're going to set the timer for one hour. Timer working? Timer working. Mm -hmm. Timer's working. So our potatoes are in the oven. So now we can go back to our meat mixture. There's no ingredients left on our counter because we've used everything. So now let's go back to our meat mixture and see So now I'm testing it. I'm kneading it again. Looks pretty good. Eh, even maybe one. See, plafete. But it's supposed to be a frato, which it is. A frato means airy. But there's still quite a bit of liquid. Can you grab uh, just a regular tablespoon? Throw two heaping, mm -hmm. heaping tablespoons. So I'm adding another two tablespoons. And you might not have to do this, or you might, depending. My tomatoes were huge. That could be the problem, too, with a lot of juice. Alrighty. So now you have an hour till your potatoes are done. So this is the time to make sure that your meat mixture is the way you like it. And like I said, it should be soft and airy. 
<coughs> and now you need to shape your meat <clears throat> and get it ready to go in the oven once the one hour is up. Once the one hour is up, we're going to place the meat patties directly on our potatoes and we're going to put it back in the oven. Okay. I need to let this sit for another five minutes to see what the oats are going to do and we'll be back. Okay, guys, we're back. So it's time to take our potatoes out and place our beef patties on top. I've separated my beef patties. I got 21 pieces for the one dose and a half. Now I could have gotten more, so I made them a little bit big because I need them to fit on top of my potatoes in one layer, okay? So if you're making one dose, you won't get this many pieces, okay? So, so I've taken the potatoes out of the oven. Do not shut off your oven. Now, you need to pull off the tin foil. Do not pull it off, like stand away because you don't want the steam to burn you as you pull off. And you can throw your tin foil just pulling it off all around whoops okay, I think I got it all yep got it all that goes to the garbage okay so I just want to before I place my patties, I'm gonna show you guys. I weighed mine, actually. I just wanna pinch a potato with a fork. Yeah, they're getting there. Need a little bit more. They're pinchable, but they do need more. All right, so I'm just gonna put my oven mitts aside for a second with my fork. So. I separated my patties. I weighed them. You don't have to if you want to. Pick up a piece of meat. Gently shape it into a ball and then flatten it. Now, depending on how much room you have, some people make them oval. Some people make them round. And take your patty and place it directly on your potatoes like that. I'll do one more for you guys, and then I'm gonna put you on hold till I do all of them. So I have the meat in my hands. I'm gently shaping it into a ball. I'm flattening it, slightly flattening it, making it into a round, what looks like a nice thick hamburger, and place directly on your potatoes. And we'll be back. Okay guys, we're back. And I did do my patties round and like an oval shape. Now, if you're doing one dose and you're using a big pan like this, no problem. If you're doing one and a half doses, they don't fit. <laughs> yeah, so Zoe, the problem solver. I fit as many as I could comfortably and I put five or six in a pan and I'm gonna bake them afterwards. You know, this is a good portions beef uh, patty, a good portion, um, good meat portion. So we ain't gonna eat them all today. 
There's four of us. We're make have two to put 150 grams each. That's 300 grams of meat. That's a lot of meat. Okay. So maybe we might have two and then two tomorrow. You know what I mean? So the fact that the other ones aren't going to be ready at the same time as the potatoes and these, it doesn't matter. They'll be ready for tomorrow. I actually could, if I wanted to, I could put them in the fridge and bake them up tomorrow, but I'm not going to. The potatoes are covered with the beef patty, so they're going to get a lot of taste. So let's just bless our food one more time with the meat in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we're going to put them back in the oven. So don't worry if all your meat doesn't fit on your pan. Do what I did. Just put a few in a baking pan and bake them once your food comes out so you'll have for the next day. If you're doing the one dose, I'm sure you'll be fine. Our food is in the oven. We'll be back when they're done. Hey guys, our food is done. Sorry, I paused because I remembered that I was going to bake the little pan and I turned off the oven. Yeah, that's okay. Um, anyways, so our food is done. They were our beef, ground beef patties, Greek style beef patties. We're baking on top of our, our potatoes for 30 minutes. I, just in case my oven is off or something, I uh, put in the thermometer and it did say 165 degrees, which means that it is safe to eat. They're nice, they're soft, they're juicy, and they're ready. Now, we we want to let them sit for about 10 minutes, you know, so they can stop sizzling and whatever. And then we, uh, in the meantime, we'll make a salad and we can cook it up. So, but I'm just going to serve. So I've got a spatula in my hands. I'm just going to grab this corner one right here. And I'm going to put it on my plate or on somebody's plate. And I'll grab one more. Okay, we've got two on our plate. That's good enough. They're huge. And let's grab some potatoes with a ladle. Now I can't grab too many because the beef patties, I have to serve all the plates, but Of course, you can serve some more. What do you think? Okay. Mom is waiting to eat. And there you go. Potatoes, beef patty, a nice slab of feta cheese next to it, and a beautiful green salad. We've, we've done a lettuce salad. We're just going to finish it off now while we wait and serve everybody's plate. And it's beautiful green lettuce salad, which I've showed you before. Feta cheese, nice glass of red wine, beef patties, beef teca with potatoes in the oven. Wonderful, wonderful recipe. Enjoy. Don't forget that if your mixture is too wet, just add in breadcrumbs, ground up uh, uh, wheat husks, uh, oats. Don't use large tomatoes like I did, because I ended up getting too much liquid. Use medium tomatoes. 
okay? Medium tomatoes, medium onions. Wonderful recipe. Despite that I used large tomatoes, I saved it. My mom's already tried it. It's delicious. And that's our recipe for today. Remember, one hour in the oven for the potatoes covered. Uncover the pan. Top of the uh, potatoes with your beef patties. Cook for 30 minutes. If you feel you want to feel comfortable, take the temperature. If it's 165, it's ready. And that's all there is to it. Bifteca, Greek style bifteca with patatas. With patatas, yeah. I said it half Greek, half English. Bifteca me patatas to furno. Beef pat, Greek style beef patties with potatoes. I love you guys as always. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. I am your host, Zoe Fiogos. With sincere love and gratitude, I thank you for watching Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner.